0: In today's episode, Kevin Faulkner and I dive deep on seeking your purpose in life and finding it despite doing the work, whether anyone is watching or not. Because you know what? Somebody is always watching. Check this out. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. The void created by the failure to communicate is soon filled with poison, drivel, and misrepresentation. Northcote Parkinson. Dozone Zone Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out dozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, and overall, just a great bunch of amazing human beings looking to get more stuff done. Once again, that's dozone.com. Today's guest is Mr. Kevin Faulkner, a self-proclaimed lifetime learner and owner of 3B Credit Health Consulting. And Kevin has a really interesting story of, of how he got there. And he's been telling that story for a while. And today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that story. And I'm really excited to hear about it. Say what's up to the Do Zone Tribe and tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of.
1: Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's good to be here with you. Really good to be here with you. I'm excited. So for me, man, I don't think it's something you wouldn't necessarily think of, but it's been huge in my path of, of how to turn my life around. And it's, it's consistent habits, man, forming consistent habits with little habits and then building off of that. So it doesn't, you know, I think most of us take on too much too fast and then we crash out and we can't figure out what happened. And we just take on this identity that we don't fulfill our promises to ourselves because we don't start small enough.
0: Hmm. So just, Tackle that little task, increase that confidence, keep building so that it kind of grows on top of each other.
1: Absolutely, man. Get that momentum going. Momentum is everything. I heard Grant Cardone talk about that one time, and I didn't know at the time because my mindset wasn't in the right place to understand. But he talked about that momentum, momentum. I've got to get some momentum. I think it was on that show, Undercover Billionaire. And uh, man, it, it, it really resonates with me now as I've grown what he meant by that word momentum.
0: It's really interesting that sometimes we can hear the right message, but just at the wrong time and, and it doesn't mean anything to us. And when the time comes, then sometimes like we don't remember, obviously it was the wrong time, but if that message happens to be delivered again, all of a sudden you get it. And that's, that's fascinating to me. And, and I, I love that you bring that up and, and it's a really good segue into, you know, kind of your story in a way. And, uh, you know, we could, you, you shared something with me before where you said, Hey, you know, I've been through this metamorphosis and, and I want you to share that metamorphosis, but I want to, but I want to frame the audience's mind that a lot of times we all think, okay, well, this person just flipped a switch, as you said. And got up the next day and just decided to be successful. And that's not at all the case. And anybody that says that's the case. Is... And so Kevin, what you're looking to do now is you're looking to dive a little deeper to understand how was that change made? And so so maybe for those of, the, of us who are not so familiar with your story, walk us through kind of what happened and then let's let's dive into those super deep kind of crevices and corners that we haven't explored yet.
1: Yeah, so, I've been through depression and a lot of things in my life caused me to not have a lot of confidence and not be able to get that elusive momentum that we, that we talk about and created an identity inside of me, a a temperature that I was a certain way and a mindset and attitude, like I said, an identity again, but, and so in 2020, it was a really rough year. I had a couple of setbacks and, and I just got really into a, a place of depression. And my wife and I, who we had met in July of 2018, we, she just had had enough and she didn't see me moving forward. You know, and we talk about this often. It, it wasn't that, that it wasn't that I was struggling that wasn't what caused us to have our problems. What caused us to have our problems is she didn't see me trying for enough time. Mm -hmm. So she was discouraged. And at at some point, and we talk about this a lot in our group apex that we're in, you have to, you know, get, get rid of things that are holding you back. And that's what I was and in, and. in her life at the time. So, we decided to separate man. And I went to stay with a friend of mine in uh, a town about an hour from here off, off of uh, interstate 35, I'm in Waco, Texas. And so I'm staying in his back room and that's where, that's where things started changing for me.
0: So you're, you're in the back room, you're, you're staying with a friend, you're separated from your wife talk to me about those those changes because i know it wasn't something where you just got up and you're like hey everything's great now there were these tiny little just as you opened up this this interview those tiny little habits what was the what was the decision point in your head that things have to change and then what was that first decision that you made
1: well i had no idea how things were going to change i just had this and it happened in one night where I'm, I'm at my friend's house and this guy's known me my whole life, dude, we've known each other since we were in second grade and I'm at his house and, you know, there's no, you're not going to lie to him. He, he's seen me, you know, through everything good and bad in my life. So, you know, it, 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 that's when it hit me though. And I realized that no matter what happens, this situation with my wife is out of my control. So whether we are able to work this out, which I didn't think we would be at the time or not, or I'm going to have to go through this thing called life the rest of the way on my own. I've got to change and make some, make some, you know, make some huge changes in my life. But the question then becomes, where do I begin? How do I do that? And I didn't have a clue. Well, what I've learned is is that I found this book and it's not necessarily about the book, but it's about the things I learned in the book that the audience can learn from and get something out of. But I started watching a lot of YouTube videos because I didn't understand because I was so close to the situation. I didn't understand what, why my wife, what was going on there. So I started watching these YouTube videos on understanding women better and understanding relationships between women and men better. I was just trying to find some answers. Hmm. And then I read this book. The book I spoke of is called the three, the 3% man, the 3% man. And it's a book by a guy named Corey Wayne. And I don't necessarily recommend that book for everybody. It's, 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 but for me, the things I took out of it were number one, he says very clearly in there, you read this book 12 to 13 times. Don't read this book one time. And I've made that a, a, a habit of mine now when i get i take a book and i read it over and over and over again we can dive in i'd li- love to dive into that a little bit better of what you're going to get out of doing that and what i've gotten out of that but that gave me an understanding of truly understanding the why's of what happened and then i was able to go back and look at what the signs were that my life was giving me that i what what did i miss what what could i have done different what you know and then it also ties into giving me structures, because then I was able to take those structures that I learned in that book and in reading that book over and over and over again into tying into my business and, and growing my business and putting these small habits in place. Because just learning from reading that one book over and over and over and over again, you have to have that discipline, man, You, you because it's 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 fun to go say, "Hey, I read 50 books this year," or mm-hmm. I, you know, did all. But what did you? Well, here's the here's the question: What did you get out? Did you have the discipline to sit down and memorize a book and turn that book into a career? Because I promise you, in three months, if you read a book, you'll know enough. And and by the way, you get to pick this book, not me, not you, Josh. But the audience gets to pick their book. And then now you take this book that you choose. It could be making knives. It could be building rowboats. It could be credit repair. It could be how to get your wife back. It could be whatever you want, whatever fits into your life and your habits and what you want in this world. And then in three months, you'll know enough in that book to where you'll be able to make income off of that. So then from six months, you'll be a complete expert. Nine months, you'll be able to talk on stage on it. Twelve months, you've got a career and a lot from that one book that you picked.
0: Wow, that's deep, man. And, and so, so talk to me a little bit. You, you, you're reading this one book, The 3% Man, yes?
1: Yeah, it's called The 3% Man. So, so the, I got
0: three, it. The, the 3% Man. And, and so it's interesting because you're right. We're all trying to say, hey, I, I read 50 books this week or whatever you know but but how much of that are you really retaining how much of that are you really applying in your life if you pick one book that you are just going to devour and consume and become like assume the the identity of the message of this book what is that book and for you at that time anyway it was the 3% man and so your question to the audience is what is that book for you the do zone what is that book for you that you can just consume and assume the identity of the message of this book and that's that is a fascinating experiment that i have not yet heard anybody introduce
1: yeah and, and you know why josh is because people are selling books man <laughs> and, and so they say, go grab one, go, go grab. If you grab one thing out of that book and it's a it's a million dollar idea or whatever. How many million dollar ideas have you grabbed out of a book, man, that you can recite
0: to me at the moment and turn
1: into a million? I mean, yeah. it doesn't happen. Man. That's a that's a marketing strategy. And it's really cool to say, hey, I read 12 books this year. But the question you need to ask, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. Nobody's criticizing that man. Reading books is a lost art form. So it's great just to read them. But the question becomes, what are you
0: getting out
1: of that book? And how are you translating that? And how much time did you spend preparing and deciding this is the book I want to dive into?
0: So you're reading this, you're reading this book and you're starting to look at your relationship and your life from a different perspective. So that was one decision that you decided to make. Talk to me about as you built a foundation there. Talk to me about the next decision because you're in a hole. You built a platform. Now you're up on this platform. What's the next decision to get you to the next platform?
1: Well, what I got out of that book was, and it's kind of a a dating book, okay? And a book on understanding women. So that's why I say to the audience, it's not for everybody. For me being separated from my wife and not having a clue why that was the book I needed to read at the time. But what I got, the main, main takeaway from that book is, Instead of trying to impress a woman, go find a purpose that suits your life and make this purpose work for you. And then the right woman's going to come to you and you're going to formulate a partnership with that with that woman. And there you go. Now you're doing it for the right reasons and you're on the right path. And Mm -hmm. so what I did and main takeaway I got from that book was to go find a purpose. And that's where I found credit repair.
0: The main idea you got from that book was to go find a purpose so that's the next platform. That's right. And, and, and how do you, now that you're on this platform, you found this purpose. Did, I mean, did you know anything about credit repair before you found it?
1: No, nah, very little. I had worked on my own credit at one point in time, but I didn't, man. I, the reason I found that was because I was drowning and needed a life raft and a guy that I had seen from Pennsylvania had done, pretty good in credit repair. And he had the most organic Facebook post you'll ever see saying anybody that wants to get into the credit repair business, I'll coach you for, I don't know, man, I think he wanted 500 bucks or something for it. And I literally got on the phone with him for a couple of times with a yellow pad and wrote down what he told me. And then I put it into action. But it, it was, it was, like I said, I needed a life raft. I was drowning. So I reached out for it. And I I ran,
0: you know, you said something pretty profound there. You wrote down on a yellow pad, what he told me, and then I put it into action. Yeah. That simple.
1: Everything, bro. Yeah. Everything, man. We overcomplicate shit.
0: And, and was there anything, I mean, was there anything like mind altering on this yellow pad or was it just like fundamental blocking and tackling?
1: It was fundamental blocking and tackling, man. I mean, I started my business, with a, an iPhone and a $50 printer. My friend, my buddy, man, his, his son was in high school. And I, I remember calling him, I knew so little about technology. I remember calling him and saying, Hey man, uh, well, i be able to print with this, this printer. And I told him the model of the printer. It was at target. I'll never forget this. And he's like, Kevin, look, I'll, I'll help you, man. Yeah. That'll fit your, your, your phone. I, I kept asking him questions. So he's like, Kevin, I'll help you. But. I'm in math class right
0: now. <laughs> Leave me alone, old man. Stop <laughs> harassing me with your printer problems. That's funny. Well, Here's what I love about this. And this is why you're such an inspiration to me, because I know a little bit about your story. And just that, that one line, I wrote down what he told me, and then I put it into action. And, and that's all you got to do most of the time. It's all you got to do. And, and so once you put that in action, so we've been walking through these platforms. You're at the bottom you figured out you needed a purpose. You found that purpose. Now you're putting that purpose into action. What's that next step you took? What's that next decision you made and why?
1: Yeah. So, you know, i got some clients and I, and I remember, man, I remember very well my first client and, and, and I started it by uh, posting on social media on Facebook, man, actually organically organic posting, man, has gotten, it's built my entire business off mm-hmm. of Facebook alone. And that's my personal page, not, not a uh, a facebook page even or which i have now but i didn't have a website at the time i didn't have any of that stuff man it was just 100 and i did what he told me he told me that you when you post on facebook you po you make people laugh you make and these are his words you make people laugh you make people pull for you and you educate people and that's basically ryan stuman's e3 method is what that is and and this guy's not in apex but he just knows what he's talking about, but he told me those three things. And he said, you need to post every day. And I started doing that, man. And and within, within 90 days, man, anybody in this audience that can, can literally change your whole social media identity by just doing what I just told you, go post three times and make people laugh, tastefully make people laugh, Make people make people a pull for you, which that's where you see you've seen all me put me posting about 75 hard over and over again. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And you've also made me I also educate people. And I educate for people in all walks of life because I don't want to bore people with credit repair all the time. I want to give you some credit repair advice, but we were talking off camera about this. People don't, you know, sit down and go, Oh, I've got some free time. I want to learn from this exciting
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah. Field. they'd rather. They'd rather look at pictures of your beastly figure, man. Like for, for those of you who do zone tribe, go, go and find this guy. Kevin Faulkner goes through a thing called 75 hard. And I'll let you tell that story here in a second. But, and he puts this before and after picture up recently. And he's just like this unrecognizable, like you remember Brad Pitt when he did Troy, he looks basically like that <laughs> without the helmet, <laughs> oh, you know, maybe, maybe a little less hair, but not other than that, man. And so and so that's fascinating stuff. And, and so Kevin's in an industry that necessarily find interesting or intriguing, you know, credit repair, yay, woo, right? But he's finding other ways to engage with people so that when they are ready for credit pair, repair, you know, they're able to continue engaging with him because he's not just talking about that all the time. And so it sounds like you're you're working your way out of this hole. You keep building these platforms. You get into the credit repair. That starts working you start building a presence online. What's happening at this point to your marriage?
1: My wife is seeing a different side of me. And, and so we're not, I'm, I'm working on going back to that 3% man, that purpose. So I've already reconciled in my mind mentally that I'm getting divorced. That wasn't even a question for me. So there's no, and by the way, the book tells you don't bother her, leave her alone, let her live her life. And So I was building my own life, building my own purpose, so I wasn't bothering her. I mean, if she reached out to me, I was polite and we, you know, we had some exchange here and there or whatever, but I was doing my own thing. And for me, that was 100% working on my business. And I also at the time had a, had a a job too, where I was, I was working for a a building, selling a kitchen and bathroom remodeling jobs. So I had to do that at the beginning of my business.
0: Okay. Got it. And so this purpose started giving you an opportunity to reconnect with your wife and you had more decisions to make. Do I go back to this or do I continue doing my own thing? So we keep, we keep arriving the next platform, the next one, the next one, walk us through the decisions that you made at that point. And were you even, there's a, there's a, like a quote, I don't know if it's like a fortune cookie uh, Confucius says or whatever, but there's a quote that I remember that's that I'm thinking of right now where it says uh, a man cannot walk into the same river twice because it's not the same river and it's not the same man. And that's kind of what I was thinking of as I'm listening to you kind of building this by the time you're interacting with your wife again, you're not the same man and you're not going down the same path. And so what did you decide and why?
1: in regards to her or in regards to what
0: one one of the things
1: here i would share this is a great opportunity to share something with your audience and i'll i'll explain exactly what this meant for me and my story but the best advice you can you can ever do when you're doing something new and this is where we all fail is we don't take enough time whether you're working on that Brad Pitt body or whatever i, I don't have a Brad Pitt body but that whether you're working on a good body or you're working on your health, are you are working on your business? Are you working on finding the right partner or reconciling in my case with the right partner? Let the play develop. So what happens is we get impatient and we either try to force it or we, or we quit. And you're never going to get anywhere that way. And what I did, because I had time and I was trying to recover, is from everything that had gone on in my life and everything that had happened and, and that had you know thrown me a curveball. So I just took the time, man. And I was like, okay, well look, I'm gonna build one client, then I'm gonna get then I ended up with 10. I remember hitting 10. Then I, I I'm gonna and I remember when I got 25 and I remember, you know, when I from every step from then on. So it 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 I let the play develop. I let Kelly and I, it wasn't even conscious. I was just doing my own thing. But I let my wife, Kelly, she was watching. And I didn't even realize she was watching. But she was watching me progress and me get better. And then she started seeing those qualities in that man she had married. Like you said, I'm not the same man. I love that, by the way. I love that. That's great. She was watching me progress and grow. And I was just paying attention to progressing and, and growing and building what I was building. And then we reconnected and that's when we started talking about
0: looking at, you know, options of, of trying again. Cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I love how, cause I was already kind of familiar with your story, but I, but I love how we stopped at these platforms and started really understanding what happens next. What decision do I make next and how does that impact the next thing and the next thing and the next thing? Sometimes I think
1: the answer to that, Josh, is not to make a deci- another decision, but to, but to get focused on that plan and stay focused on that plan, I think sometimes is the answer. Because I think so much in this world, in this day and age in 2022, there's so much out there that it's so easy to get distracted that it. it you can't get anywhere if you, if you get off, off of, if you, st- the quite fastest way to, from A to B is a straight line. It always
0: will. So in a way, what you're saying is the, the best decision you make is the one that, that you already made.
1: You made that decision for a reason. And so, so when I decided I wanted to make my business work, I wasn't preoccupied with my wife or whether or not my marriage was going to work. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was mm-hmm. worried about getting that next client and serving that client. Yeah. And by doing that, I grew a, a business and ended up getting my wife back.
0: That's a nice bonus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's a winner.
0: So, So, well, let's, let's kind of dig into to how, how you work here. Are you ready for the do zone? Diet?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Awesome. So this is a series of five questions I ask every guest so that we can see how your brain ticks and just drink up all the brain juices that we can. So just rapid fire here. First thing that comes to mind, what's one thing you do? that keeps you focused on your goals?
1: Read every morning.
0: Hmm. Nice.
1: Read 10 pages every morning.
0: And how do you get back on track whenever you lose that focus?
1: Whenever I lose that focus, it's always because I got off of my schedule and my habit. So I get myself, so I, I'm able to ascertain where the problem is. Okay, you didn't go to the gym. You didn't You didn't uh, read your 10 pages. You didn't drink enough water. You didn't do whatever you're supposed to you know, whatever it is that fits into that. I feel like crap. I wake, woke up this morning feeling like crap and I know what it was because I haven't been drinking enough water.
0: And who is your support group, Kevin, and and how do they keep you accountable?
1: Well, Apex is huge for me, uh, obviously. it's uh, I mean, my social media feed is is just nothing but a uh, self-development every day. So in that really, and then it also holds you accountable just you don't realize the power of a good good network and keeping people around you but that that people i know people are watching me i know they're they're watching me pulling for me mm-hmm. but you don't want to let them down and that really is it, it really keeps you going you know that's how when i got when i did 75 hard i was posting every single day i would screenshot and post on facebook the the screenshot from the 75 hard day 1 day 2 day 3 day 4 And people would and look for that after after 20 days they started looking for that and I would have people text me and say hey why didn't you post yet what's going on did you you screw up
0: nice yeah very very well so where do you draw the line on what to do and what to delegate
1: well. Right now, and, and that's something I'm learning, man. I mean, we're I, I'm 100% honest, believe in honesty, man. I'm learning how to delegate things and, and look, trying to figure that out. That's that's where I'm at in my business now is to the point to where it's time to start doing that. But honestly, that's that's where I'm at, a, a why in the road where I, I I have to figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah, I understood. Well, you certainly not. And you know that's one of the reasons I asked the question uh, is to to bring awareness to the fact that no matter how successful we get in our business, at some point, we're not going to be able to be the only one doing it, you know, and it's a challenge for, for everybody. So I appreciate your honesty on that. And, and I promise you, you're certainly not alone. The final question here, what's, what's the number one tip that you'd give to somebody looking to get more stuff done and less time
1: calendar, put your stuff yeah. on a calendar. I bet that one, I bet that's the answer a lot. That man, when I did that, when I started putting my stuff on a calendar, even if you get off track for whatever reason, because life does happen, you know, you you get, you're expecting something to happen and somebody, you know, something happens that throws you off, you get an emergency situation or whatever. You still have everything on that calendar to where you're able to go back to where you time block and you're able to say, okay, I missed this. I know exactly what I need to go back to.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I love it. And so and so you you built this credit repair business. Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me who you serve and and how you serve them.
1: Yeah, man. It's, you know, we work primarily with folks to help them get qualified for homes. And uh, that's my favorite type of client because that's a client that's my favorite, you know, avatar if you will, that someone that's looking to purchase a home and just has a few things that need help and just needs a little bit of education, education is real big in what I do. I looked into what other credit repair companies did and do, and I, saw, I found the holes. I, I, I asked, you know, what, what is the client needing that they're not getting with these other companies, and what can I do to serve that? And, you know, for me, the answer was to, to apply education and to apply ways for them to work on the positive aspects of their credit as well as the negative aspects of their credit. So we work on all of it. We don't just work, we don't, we're not just centered on removing negative items from your credit. We, we help you with every aspect of it. And my goal is, is when I get a client approved for their, their dream home, for them to know how that happened so that they don't ever have to pay a credit repair company again. Now, I'd lo- also like to say that I do Coach folks and help people, and I've helped a lot of people now at this point on how to start your own credit repair business, and you know, own your own company and own your own business and what to do with that. Because I did start with an iPhone and a, and a fifty-dollar printer, and I can help people do that, and I can shorten that curve, and I take a lot of pride and enjoy that a lot.
0: So, give us give us one tip. You know, for those of us maybe that don't have the greatest credit out there, give us one tip, something that we can do. It's just real easy that that we may not even need to hire somebody for, but but just one one thing that'll make a dent.
1: Yeah, how, how about I'll give you I'll give you two real quick. You so you you uh, utilization is thirty four percent of your credit score. So keep your 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 and don't overthink this for for your audience not to overthink this. Keep your utilization on your credit cards, revolving credit cards, at twenty percent. At all times, so credit cards work in your favor, but if you use the money that they give you, so if they've got a ten thousand uh, dollar limit on the credit card and you keep it at ten thousand, even if you pay your even if you pay your your uh, credit card bill every month, it still hurts your credit because your utilization is so high. So mm-hmm. so thirty so twenty percent will make your credit cards go down. If you pay your credit cards down to twenty percent and leave them that way for three to six months, your credit's going to instantly go up. The other thing um, that you can do is send a letter to the bureaus and ask them why that negative item is on your, and they have to, by law, federal, federal credit repair act 1970, they have to give you the answer of why that information is on your credit. And a lot of times when they've sold debts, they don't have that answer.
0: Got it. And so if they don't have the answer comes off. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, those are those are great tips. So uh, credit card utilization matters. So keep that around twenty percent. And if you do have negative items, contact the bureaus and ask them why it's on there. And if it's not on there, they have to take it off. That's right. Solid advice, man. I Appreciate it. And so, and then one other question here. You said that you help people start a credit repair business. And so tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, man. I I actually have that. We're going to be going full throttle with that as the year progresses, but. I literally coach people one on one right now on a Zoom call. It's called an eight week boot camp to help you go into your own business. And there's very little overhead involved in it. So you can start. I mean, like I said, I didn't have any money and I had a $50 printer and iPhone. And so for folks, you know, that that hate their job, hate their boss, hate getting up early in the morning and want to work from home and want to have a business. The truth is, Josh, I don't know how to make a million dollars, man. I've never made a million dollars, but I know how to build a a 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year business from your kitchen table. Dude, I know how to do that because that I have done. So I can show people with, with little to no overhead. I can show people how to do that. And that's what I'm doing. And I, I love it, man. It's the greatest feeling in the world to help folks do that.
0: That's awesome. But you know, and it's a great service and, and there's, there's definitely a need out there for people that, that are looking for something different. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard out there right now to, to get back into the workforce and, you know, people are looking for alternatives. I appreciate that. Kevin Faulkner, what's the best way that someone can engage with you either for credit repair or to potentially start this business that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, man, I'll, you can, what you alluded to earlier, you can find me on Facebook, Kevin Faulkner, just put in search Kevin Faulkner in Waco, Texas, and I'll come up. You can go to 3bcredithealth.com. That's my, my website. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can jump on my, my calendar right there. And also, I'll give you my email, which is Kevin Faulkner at mail, not Gmail, just Kevin Faulkner at mail.com.
0: Excellent. You got it. Kevin, thank you so much for being on here. Really appreciate you diving deep on this story and, and really understanding why we make the decisions that we do to control our life and, and ultimately be the masters of our own outcome. So uh, for those of you who are interested in engaging with Kevin, you can go to 3 bcredithealthcom And uh, if you are a busy entrepreneur looking to get to the next level, you can also head over to thedozone.com for more productivity tips, tools, and strategies. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week, then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the Do Zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ Tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. See you next time.